0: to The Last Gen Podcast, brought to you by Miracle Word Ministries. These episodes are specifically created with students in mind. More than ever before, we must know why we believe what we believe, build strong faith, and stay on fire for God. We know that Jesus is coming soon, and we're going to live like this is the last generation. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Last Gen Podcast podcast. I'm your host this week. I've kicked my nephew Alex to the curb. Just kidding. This is Carolyn Shuttlesworth and this week I wanted to jump on with you and go over a kind of a heavy topic but not. It's just something that we're faced with as teenagers. You know, I dealt with it. Uh, You guys that are listening deal with it on an everyday basis and I really think it's important that we go over the topic of how to stay pure as a single girl or boy. You know, at first I started, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do this for the ladies out there. We need this. But then as I was going through <laughs> this topic and writing out some notes and going through the word of God on it, I was like, you know what, this is a topic dealt for boys and girls, teenage boys and girls, because it is so imperative uh one, living the way the Bible has instructed us to live. And, you know, I'm going to go over a couple things because sometimes, you know, we think, oh, we're going to talk about the topic on how to stay pure as a single boy or girl. And, you know, I have to be some kind of weirdo with no social skills, off reading the Bible in the corner and I can't talk to anybody. I have to wear a turtleneck and jeans. <laughs> you don't have to look any different than your personality. You know, we always talk about looking different than the world. So yes, there are some things I'm gonna go over in this podcast that we should uh, look different than the world. But we don't have to look that different in a way, like I said at the beginning, some weird teenager that has zero social skills because we're worried we're gonna have sex before we're married and go into this whole, you know, rabbit trail down the wrong way. No, I'm going to take this time and I'm going to talk to you about what the Word of God says about living pure, staying pure, because it's imperative. It's very, very important. And you know what? Uh, We're going to talk about how, you know, uh, yes, we're going to talk about the S word. We're going to talk about sex, ladies and gentlemen, on staying pure, because that's really, at the end of the day, what this topic is all about. And so, you know, what can we... You, as godly, I'm going to call you guys, you know, men and women. That's what you're growing up to be. You guys are growing up to be godly men and women. That's it. Men and women of God that are, you know, taking over this generation. And you can look cool and do it. You don't have to be some weirdo. And I think that's, you know, sometimes we get that impression. We're always trying to impress People, our friends, uh, what's going on around us, what society is giving us the pressures of, and we don't have to do any of that. You know, we don't have to go off in a corner and never have friends or go off in a dark room or keep ourselves inside because the world's such a scary place and, you know, it's better if we just stay home. No, we are to be called. We're called. We're to be a light in the darkness. The Bible says a city set up on a hill where the light does not grow dim or go out. And so, you know, what we're going to be talking about today is how to maintain pure thoughts and actions. It says in Psalms 119.9, I, I love it. I love Proverbs and Psalms, um, but I love this verse and I have it highlighted in my Bible because, you know, when I, when I have to, you know, Ted, my husband, Ted Shuttlesworth, the evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth, you know, he was a youth pastor for, you know, eight years at our church, uh, when we first met, we were youth leaders, and uh, you know before we we uh, got off on the road and and had started Miracle Word Ministries. And I love this verse, and I have it highlighted because it's it's so simple. It says, "How can a young person stay pure? Question mark? Because then the Bible gives us an answer. See, the Word of God will always give us answers to our questions. It is our life's manual. You have to look at it that way. It's not just something to, to condemn you all the time and tell you're doing things wrong. The Word of God is an encouragement to us. It teaches us how to live right. It teaches us how to live a struggle-free life. It teaches us how to grow in faith. It teaches us how to operate in miracles. It teaches us how to have the fire of God and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And so Psalms 119 finishes off by saying, how can a young person stay pure? By obeying your word, by obeying simply obeying the word of God. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to go through uh, a few points that I want to uh, help you with on how to stay. Because maybe you don't have someone talking to you about sex, and you have questions, or you know you're dating. Maybe this is you're you're not single, and you're listening to this, and you're dating a new relationship as, as as a as a young person, and. You know, you've got questions and things are starting to heat up between you guys. And, you know, you don't just remember this. You're not married until you're married. So don't act like you're married. Plain and simple. You're not married until you're married. So don't act like you're married. Sometimes we get into this trap of, you know, well, they're the one. We just got engaged or we're dating. We're so in love. There's not going to be anybody else in the world for us. And, you know, so it's okay if we move on and have sex and do sexual things because, you know, we're going to get married. So it's like that. Like, in my eyes, we're married. And so, but, you know, you have to realize in God's eyes, you're not married. You did not stand before him. You did not make a vow. You did not say, I do... I'll honor, I'll love, good, bad, up, down, high, low, for everything, I will promise to take care of you. I promise to be a godly man. I promise to be a godly woman in this marriage and do the best that we can based on your word. You didn't do that, so you're not married. Do not act married, okay? (laughs) And and, And things we hear on this topic, okay? For sex, for instance, Sex is not bad. Sex is good. Okay. You know, y- you'll hear this as young Christian girls and, and Christian boys. That everyone teaches you, sex is bad. Sex is bad. And you have this in your mind about sex being bad. And you have this in your mind, you know, don't do this and you're going to get pregnant. You know, <laughs> it's funny how that's always the thing that's told to us. It's like, don't do that you're going to get pregnant. So then, you know, before, you know, as you're growing up into adulthood, you have this preconceived idea, sex is bad and being pregnant is bad. But see, God has made everything for us in a proper order and sex is not bad and being pregnant is not bad. But what makes it bad is doing it outside of the order of the word of God. Sex is good, But sex is bad if you're doing it before marriage. It's a sin. Sin is a killer. Sin will keep you from the things of God. Sin will separate you from your heavenly father. You know, you're not going to be living a sinful life. There's no sinners going to heaven. They have to be born again. And you guys got to live right. I mean, you can't complain You know, when someone else is living right and you're like, why are things going wrong for me? They have, you know, they're just goody two shoes. No, the favor of God is on their life because of their right standing with God. They're living righteous and pure and obedient before the Heavenly Father. And so sex is good. It was created by God. But if it's done in a certain order, pregnancy, ladies, is good. But you don't want to get pregnant outside of marriage because it causes so many future complications. Does it make you love that baby any less? It's, a, it's still a miracle from God. Creation is still a, a miracle from God, whether how it happens before or after marriage. But see, there's consequences with everything that we do. So pregnancy is good. It's another thing created by God. But everything is always better when it's done in a certain order. And so, you know, we want to make sure that you understand that living for God and sticking out from everyone else and going against what society has to tell you is absolutely the right thing to do. So Galatians 5, 19 through 21 says, Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like this. So he's grouped them all together. So you have to see God's not like looking. Sin is sin to God. He doesn't look and say, well, that was a lesser sin than that sin. So, you know, let me just disregard that. You know, sin is sin. It's equal in all categories, okay? So the rest of that verse says, I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So you have to remember, guys, sin is a killer. It is not worth it. That one night of doing something, sneaking, feeling like you're in love, and and he's the one, and she's the one, it's not worth it, I promise you. The blessings of God are worth it and their benefits last a long time sins consequences can last a long time too but you don't want to keep living in that consequence so today we're going to work on and you know a- and take notes and and really take this to heart because I want to see the blessings of God on your life I want I mean these, Jesus is coming soon guys Jesus is coming soon, and, and life is going to be so much grander if you live the right way and living a pure and holy life before the Lord and all the benefits. You know, that's the one thing. I'm a mom of three, in case you're listening to this and not quite sure who I am. Uh, Evangelist Ted and I uh, run Miracle Word Ministries that this podcast, Last Gen, is uh, a branch of. And uh, I have three kids. And the one thing I'm always teaching them is not the bad things that will happen if you are disobedient and mess up, but the goodness. Because it, it, it pushes you. You long, you know, everybody wants the goodness of anything. The goodness of an uh, uh, of someone's love or receiving a gift, the goodness, how it makes you happy and the goodness of the blessings of God. We all want goodness in our life. We don't, no one longs around going, man, I wish I had a little bit of bad in my day today, right? That's a silly thinking. So the goodness of God is, you know, what, what we want it to be like. And so, um... As we go through these points, I want you to get hold of this, is that you live a certain way and the blessings of God will open up over your life continually, without a doubt. Um. All right. So God's given you the strength of his word. That's what we're going to go through. We're going to go through some Bible verses today because he gives you the strength of his word and his teaching so you don't have to fall into temptation, Okay. Yes, temptations come. You know, that whole like, here's the rabbit with the carrot dangling in your face. It's going to come. But are you uh, spiritually mature enough to say no? Are you spiritually mature enough to walk away? Are you spiritually mature enough to not be pressed by the pressures of this world and what friends say, what people say, what movies are always telling you? You know, it's it's not cool to be single and you got to have somebody, or you know what, you got to try everybody out. You're just not quite sure. You should date around a little bit. Don't get settled. Date a little here, date a little there, because you never know. Um, they might not be the one, and uh, you know this and that. And then you know. Definitely, you should sleep with them. You should you should sleep with them because, you know, who wants to just be, have one person the rest of their life? That's like said in every stupid teenage movie and even adult movies. Like, you know, you don't want to be, that's what they look at marriage as. Like, you don't want to be tied down to one person the rest of your life. How boring. There's billions of people in the world and just one person. That's terrible. And, you know, that that's what society, that's what the world will tell you. And so, you know, so he's given us the strength of his word and the teaching so you don't have to fall into temptation. You can be stronger than that temptation. The Bible says temptations will come. They'll come at you. But are you big enough? You got your big boy pants and girls on to fight that off? Have you been filling yourself up with the word of God? Have you been listening to the right doctrine, to the right, the right teaching of the word to build your faith and to shut it down? He'll give you the wisdom to stay away from doing what's wrong. And listen, a big recommendation, not only for young people. I mean, I love it and I I recommend, you know, uh, other people, uh, adults my age to do it. But every day, every day you should read a chapter of Proverbs. You know, there's 31 chapters that gives you a month. You know, take a month on to read it. Take another month to read something else in the Bible. Then another month read Proverbs again. Proverbs will save your life, will save your life in so many ways. It will save your life financially. It will save your life with uh, with relationships. It will save your life with uh, staying pure. It will save your life from sinning. It, it, it will save your life from making really, really, really bad decisions. And so I recommend take Proverbs one chapter a day. That's nothing of your time. You should be giving time to God every day, but take that chapter and and read it every day for a month. All right, let's get into this. How to stay pure as a single girl or boy, even if you're dating. So we have the temptation of hookups. You know, where we're not even dating somebody, but we meet somebody for a fun night or uh, we're just like friends. You heard that? Friends with benefits. Okay. All that stuff pertaining to boys and girls. First one, let's guard your heart. Proverbs 4.23 says, guard your heart above all else for it determines the courses of your life, the course of your life. Guard your heart. Above all else, for it determines the course of your life in Proverbs 4.23. So it, he, he's telling you directly to guard your heart. You're guarded for your own protection. When your heart's guarded, your thoughts, emotions, confessions, you know, your thoughts, emotions, and confessions are connected to your heart it's all connected. There's a string attached to heart, to head, your thoughts, your thoughts, then control what you say. Your confession can be wrong. It can be great. But that's what you're thinking, what you're thinking. You know, the Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's why we have to put a filter. We have to put a guard on our heart. And you get into these relationships and you get into these emotional ties. They call them soul ties. and And you feel like, You are um, uh, closer to these people than you should be. But like I said at the beginning, you are not married until you're married. You're not married until you're married. And so, you know, you don't have to go through that uh, uh, try on, try on a boyfriend, try on a girlfriend And you don't have to go through, uh, you know, try on for size until God has the right one for you. You don't have to go through any of that. God has the right one for you. You don't have to, uh, this is not a buffet and you're walking through the line and you're a little bit of this and a little bit of that, a little bit of this. Ooh, I've tried that, I've tried this. This one's the right one. Nope, God has the right one for you and it's worth every wait. It's worth every minute of every wait. And during that time, you need to work on yourself, an introspective look on how can I be better for when I get into the dating world? How can I be better for when I become a wife or a husband? Lord, show me, direct me to be the best that I can be. Take this time. Fill yourself up with the Holy Spirit. Fill yourself up with the Word of God. Become a strong and better Christian all the time. So you're going to guard your heart. You're going to work on yourself yourself and strengthen your relationship with the Lord during this time. All right, number two, in dating or if you're single, okay? So this goes both ways. I don't have to say it each time, but this goes both ways. Um, set boundaries. Set boundaries, okay? Set boundaries. To remain pure, it's so important you give yourself boundaries, so important you give yourself boundaries. We can be our own downfall, okay? It's not always the enemy. It's not always the enemy that is, it, it's our own self, our own choices. The music we listen to, right? The movies that we watch. The enemy didn't send you bad movies to watch and songs <laughs> that get you emotionally tied in. You've, you chose to watch those. You chose to put it on. Okay. You're making the choice right then and there to get something into your eye gate, into your thoughts, into your heart that doesn't need to be there. All right, so there's romance movies. Do you lust while watching lo- romance movies? All right, if that's the case and you're like attracted to certain scenes in romance movies, shut it off. That's not for you to be a part of. When you're married, you can have all the romance scenes that you want together. (laughs) But as of right now, that shouldn't be going into your eye gate. Because what you start to bring in, you start to think about. You start to dwell on. And your thoughts will overtake your actions. Does listening to love songs make you dream about guys too much? Make you dream about girls too much? Maybe you feel bad, you know, uh... Maybe you feel bad for being single by listening to those things. It makes you feel bad. And then now you're, your bar is going down, your standards are dropping, and you're going to date anybody because you want that feeling that's in the song. Shut that song off that song's not for you. Get something that's going to fill your spirit, man, that's going to strengthen you, that's going to make you feel joy and happy, not make you feel bad about yourself, not make you feel like, well, why is nobody dating me? Why is nobody after me? Am I not good enough? Is something wrong with me? Am I not pretty? Am I not handsome? Am I not cute? I mean, do, and then you start thinking, the enemy has you now trapped to thinking all these terrible things about you, and insecurity sets in, all right? So, if, if, if all of that uh, makes uh, you uh, think of those things, shut it off. W- shut it off. And so uh, the same could go for books. Hey, books are like movies. If you're into reading overwatching movies and it's stuff that's inappropriate, shut it off. Set boundaries with the friends friends you hang out with, okay? If you're dating, you know, It's Psalm 119.37. It says, turn my eyes from looking at worthless things and give me life in your ways. So, So listen, listen, listen to the word of God. Turn my eyes from looking at worthless things and give me life in your ways. All right. So you know what your thing is. When you're listening to this, you know what could be a great temptation for you shut it off. Walk away. Set boundaries. Okay. Number three, surround yourself with godly friends. First Corinthians 1533. We all know, I'm sure your mom and dad have told you this. Literally, I. this is like the one verse that my mom would quote to me in my high school days was, evil company corrupts good character. And man, It couldn't be more true. The pressures of this world are real and heavy. And you've got bad company around you constantly in your ear. Constantly you're dealing with peer pressure. And you're going to cave. If it's three against one, you're going to cave. A bad group of friends are not going to encourage you to stay pure. They're going to put little talks in your ear You could do that. I won't tell anybody. It's just a little bit. It's not really sex. It's not fully sex, so it's okay. Um, You know, and they'll, they'll, they'll put these little thoughts in your head that make you work around the direct instruction that God has given to you, which is to stay free from sexual impurity until you get married. So somebody will always give you an avenue and to talk you out of what God has instructed from you. So a bad group of friends aren't going to encourage you to stay pure, complete opposite. They're going to make you second guess your decisions. You have to surround yourself with good friends. Ones that are living on fire for the Lord. Ones that are going to hold you accountable. You, you got to be okay with hanging out with friends that are going to speak up and say, listen, Seriously, Jennifer, you're not acting right. Is that is that, you know, and you might get mad at him for a day and you're going to have to come around and you're going to, once again, like I said, act spiritually mature and realize that there's somebody there, a good friend, because the Bible says that. A good friend is going to warn somebody. You've got to warn, have somebody around you that's going to warn you if you're going a wrong direction or it looks like you're not... You're going in a direction that there's going to be a consequence, or the temptation is going to be too real. They need to speak up. So you got to keep yourself surrounded by friends that are going to hold you accountable. You might not, you might not want to hear what they have to say, but long term, they're saving you from years of heartache. Years of heartache. You know, the more that's why being intimate and uh, intimacy is so imperative with a husband and wife because there's things that are shared that nobody else knows. There's things that are done between you guys that's not done between anybody else. And so that becomes a bond. It's called a soul tie. It becomes a bond. And when you do those things outside of marriage and then a relationship gets broken and a relationship gets separated and you don't stay anymore, that is heartache. That's brokenness in you. There, Your emotions get scarred. Your thoughts get scarred. It starts to change who you are and what you believe. And it, 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 it murkies things because it's not the way God intended you to live or to be in a relationship. So that's why he, he doesn't want you to do sexual relations and all these soul tie things that you would do in dating and to remain pure Because he knows how much of a connection between two people all of that causes. All right, so number four, keep your thoughts pure. Your thoughts are truly who you are. There is a um, quote by Margaret Thatcher. Some of you may have heard her name before, if not, she is a prime minister um, in the United Kingdom and she was the first. woman to hold office there, but she had a lot of really great quotes. If you ever decide to Google her and look her up, she's got some really, really wise ones. But this one I loved for this thought of keep your thoughts pure. Margaret Thatcher says, watch your thoughts for they become words. Watch your words for they become actions. Watch your actions for they become habits. Watch your habits." For they become your character. And how true is that? You can line that up with scripture after scripture in the word of God. Keeping our thoughts pure. Philippians 4.8 says, Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Colossians 3.2, set your mind on things above and not things that are on this earth. Romans 12.2, do not be conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good, acceptable, and perfect. And 2 Corinthians 10.5 is one of my favorite verses on the mind. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. So your your thoughts pretty much determine your life of purity, guys. You have to watch what you dwell on. Your thoughts will make you look at yourself a different way. Your thoughts will make you confess things over your life a certain way. Your thoughts will make you believe you're good enough or not good enough? The thing is, we have the answers to all of those. Yes, you're good enough. Yes, you're good looking enough. Yes, there's purpose in your life. Yes, you're called to be a miracle worker. Yes, you're called to do greater works uh, than Jesus did. He said that when he left to go to heaven after his resurrection. You're called for so much more. But if you're not connected to the vine, you're not connected to the word of God, Your thoughts are going to be what the world says about you. Your thoughts are going to be what society says, what teachers say about you, what movies say about you, what songs say in their lyrics. So what are you connected to? What you're connected to will be your thoughts. What you're connected to will be in your heart. What you're connected to will come out of your mouth and determine the course of your life. So you need to keep your thoughts Pure. So number one was guard your heart. Number two, we have to set boundaries. Number three, surround yourself with godly friends. Number four, keep your thoughts pure. And the last one, number five, stay plugged in to the Bible. You have to. It's a must, guys. It's not for, you know, we started Miracle Word Kids. And our younger kids are, are getting into the Word of God, doing Bible studies. You know, there's not an age limit of when you get filled with the Holy Spirit. Your spirit man's not the same age as your earthly age. And you don't have to wait until you're, you know, I'm, when I'm out of college and I'm adult and focus, get my life together, that's when I'm going to focus on the Lord. You know, no. It's time to focus now. It's time to focus now in these teenage years. You've got to stay plugged into the Word of God. Psalm one nineteen one o five 105 says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. You know, I, I'm sure a lot of you have heard this Bible verse so many times, you know, in your, in your kids' classes growing up and now in your youth group. And yeah, I know that your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. But it literally is. Think of it as everything else surrounding you is darkness. But when the word of God is in you, every step you take is lighted. That's how you know what direction to go to. You are not going to grow up and, and finish high school and wonder what you have to do in life and wander around and try a bazillion things before you figure out what purpose God has for you. Absolutely not. God can speak to you right now. God can speak to you now at 15, 16, 17 years old. He can call you to what he he's going to call you to do and you and you fill yourself with the Word of God, he will, he will literally guide you step by step from that verse by a light to your path. So you don't have to take a bunch of different avenues. You don't have to date a bunch of different people. You don't have to work a bazillion jobs to figure out what you really like. Go to a ton of different schools to figure out what major you want to do or what you want to be when you grow up. Staying plugged into the Word of God will give you complete answers to your life. God's word guides us in everything, everything we do, everything. And it has so much in it about staying pure and holy before God. So I encourage you, study your Bible on your own. Get a devotional plan. Get a reading plan. You know, we have a lot that we offer here with The Last Gen and, uh, Uh, through Miracle Word Ministries, we got so many resources that plug you in to uh, getting the Word of God. Between all the podcasts, all the live broadcasts that we do, all the material on our website, you know, there's no excuse on where do I start, how do I get plugged in, what can I do for my age. We have it for you. And, and if, if you're unsure and you still need help, reach out to us. Contact my nephew Alex, you know, on Instagram. He will guide you in the right direction. Contact us, miracleword.com. And, and we'll get you set up with a reading plan for you and prayer points so you can get started and get the Word of God into you. When you have the Word of God into you, living wrong <laughs> is so much harder. Because you have the Holy Spirit that's strong and it's leading you and guiding you into all truth. And it says, um, uh, okay, so we read Psalm 119, 105. And so remaining in Jesus and keeping focused on his word, it it will help you to remain pure. And I I, I want this for you. You can, you can be cool. You can have a lot of friends and and not live the way the world wants you to live. Staying pure for your husband, for your wife, staying pure in a relationship is so imperative because we want to see you succeed in. The things of God I hope you have enjoyed this podcast podcast this week I loved being able to be a guest on here so I appreciate you guys listening if you have any other questions you know reach out reach out to my nephew Alex on the last gen on Instagram uh, reach out to us on the website miracleword.com and we are so happy to pray with you help you answer questions and if and we want to know what other topics you want to hear What other topics would you like to hear on the last gen? We want to cover them. I got Ted that's going to come on. We have evangelist Preston Shuttlesworth that's going to join us. We just had uh, Lilia Petty that's on there. We've got so many young, uh, anointed voices that want to speak into your life and help you. You're not alone out there, you are not alone. We are here to answer questions. We're here to uplift you because we love you and we want to see the goodness of God on your life. You don't have to struggle to see the goodness of God. You can know it from the very beginning. I love you and we'll see you next week.